We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, now wait a second. Didn't you want to hear drums? Didn't you think the drums were coming? Not Friday, Bob. Ah, nice try. He ruined it. Let's blame Greg for everything. Just like normal. Greg, you're Trump today. Oh, oh great. Blame me for everything. Of course. All right, it is 6.08. Good morning and welcome time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy, and we appreciate that very much. Today, historic Supreme Court. The showdown. Yeah, it begins today, and it has to do with that, and this was even a CNN quote, Uh a fringe argument involving the 14th Amendment. Even they said the word fringe. The rest of the time, they were bashing Trump, and he's evil, and he single-handedly was destroying democracy, but I just thought that was an interesting term that was used by one of the reporters. Of course, they're getting slapped around right now as we speak. How dare you say fringe? Really? But it is exactly what it is. They're trying to say, you know, insurrection. You noticed that that word came out pretty soon after the mm-hmm. January 6th thing. And I shook my head along with a lot of other people and said, insurrection. I would have to say that is a very strong term for what occurred, number one, but number two, it's Trump's fault? Well, here's the amazing thing with that, Bob. It meant that somebody on the left actually read part of the Constitution. Yeah, I think it would... they may not agree with all of it. It it wouldn't be the first time that they have taken things in certain context and tried to morph, twist, and adulterate it to fit their uh, perceived meaning of it. Yeah. 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 Former President Trump's lawyers are set for a historic Supreme Court showdown today as they appear before the justices in an attempt to demolish lawsuits challenging Trump's ballot eligibility under the 14th Amendment. Thursday's oral arguments are set to be the most momentous milestone yet in the patchwork of challenges seeking to prevent Trump's return to the White House over his actions surrounding the January 6th Capitol attack. The Supreme Court agreed to take up the matter after Colorado became the first state to disqualify Trump, and their decision is poised to dictate Trump's ballot status nationwide. In other words, Supreme Court, if they back up the Colorado ruling, then you'll see Trump dropping off ballots all over the place, uh, especially starting uh, with blue states, but probably some battle states as well. Like dominoes. 
Touting his recent wins in Iowa and New Hampshire, the former president's team warned the justices that disqualifying Trump would unleash chaos and bedlam. I'm not sure that's the direction you would take because there could be some sort of chaos as a result of the ruling. Oh, yeah. That there's always that kind of possible pressure. Sure. There's a, there could always be some sort of volatility in their rulings, but that's what makes their job so difficult is they have to make the correct ruling, really regardless mm-hmm. of what it means long term. Here's the problem. Many of those justices don't necessarily think or operate that way. They do try to look and see what the eventual consequences could be, although I don't know from a chaotic standpoint or how the public, like they're supposed to look at the long term of what this rule law that they're mm-hmm. looking at uh, would mean well if this ruling is allowed to stand that the Colorado court made uh you have lowered the bar to oh, an yeah. extremely low level when it comes to what you would call an insurrection um to disqualify Trump, the Colorado Supreme Court found that Trump engaged in insurrection. Those are the important terms. His lawyers, however, argued that January 6th wasn't an insurrection as defined in the clause, which was originally ratified after the Civil War and intended to prevent Confederates from returning to federal office. Remember, they did try to break away. They tried to mm-hmm. separate. Uh, even if it was... Trump's team contends the Colorado voters who sued still can't connect the Capitol attack to their client. Look, that's the thing, is they're really stretching. They're desperate, the Democrats. Mm -hmm. They'll do and try anything, and that is why we have all these court cases. You know, the one in New York where they're trying to severely damage and hurt his business. I mean, that Uh is like the idea behind crush your political enemy and retribution and all the rest and using uh, the judicial system to do it. That, I I don't understand why even folks on the left don't see the ramifications. They're so blinded um, by their hatred for Trump that they can't get past that. They can't Mm -hmm. see clearly. And that's what happens when emotions get in the way your ability to think clearly and make good, sound decisions starts to suffer. Part of the other argument is legal observers believe the Supreme Court won't reach the contentious insurrection issue at all. Instead, the court could keep Trump's name on the ballot by reversing the lower court ruling on any one of the several issues. One of them is that the insurrection ban doesn't apply to the presidency. Trump first argues he did not previously hold a covered position as the ban only reaches people who engaged in insurrection after serving as an officer of the United States. Uh, Secondly, Trump notes the amendment only prevents those covered individuals from holding any office under the United States, asserting that category uh, doesn't include the presidency. So uh, scholars may, I don't know, argue some, some of that. Don't you think the fact that he used the word peaceful is the opposite of let's go have an insurrection today, friends? I mean, 
Come on, man. This music is on work. You're sticking logic in there again? Well, I'm just You're saying. injecting logic into politics. How uh, dare you? I know. It's useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if people applied logic a long time ago, we wouldn't be in this mess we're in now. Mm-hmm. Or certainly not as deeply entrenched as we are in it. It is 6.15 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Thursday. We've got a ton of stuff to get to, including Biden blows it again in a speech. Shocker. Yeah. More to come. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Trump isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at 6. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. 97.3, The Sky. You gotta pump it up. You gotta hang in there. Yeah. And you gotta appreciate all the blessings you have. This world will rip you apart with negativity. And uh, we're here to add fuel to the fire. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no. Sort of. Ju- if you report the news, there's gonna be oh, some yeah. doom and gloom. That's the nature of it, unfortunately. But we do our best to uh, try to balance that out. You know? It's how it, you react to news, right? Well, it's how you react to everything. I mean, isn't that isn't that all of it? And, and it, there's a lot of memes and adages, but basically, so many of the things we worry about, mm-hmm. the vast majority of them, never even come to pass. You know? So p- put that worry aside. Faith over fear. Push forward. And do something positive about the things that you actually can have a direct influence on, like yourself, mm-hmm. your health. The people around you, loving them, caring for them, and letting them know how you feel about them. Just, uh, yeah. just trying to keep it upbeat because I tell you, uh, Greg's had this uh, creeping crud, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is, going around. Yep. A lot of people had it, kind of respiratory related, uh, head cold, congestion, flu, whatever, all the above. And I'm feeling myself a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, you can feel it in your sure. throat, yep. going, mm, "I know it's not right." And man, I w- went way out of my way to protect myself even mm-hmm. before this with the zinc and the vitamin C, you know, a yep. lot of things Dr. Thanks John talked about. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, Greg can probably relate to this. You don't realize how good you have it mm-hmm. until you get sick. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm miserable. I, I really shouldn't complain when I'm totally healthy. Yeah. Because most days it's not that bad. And it's hard on Greg because he looks outside. He saw a little bit. He saw three specks of pollen on his car. Oh. He wants to go out there. He wants to ru- wash it and scrub it. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's true. It's February. Look, hey, what? It's February, and we're talking about pollen. Yeah, seriously. I was gonna. I was gonna not correct you. No. I go. It's not February yet. I really was. I was gonna correct you. Seriously? Yes. Because it's flying so much. Yes. I'm like, no. It's like late yeah. January. Yeah, it's uh, February. 8th. I know. Yeah. It's already like yeah, a quarter of the way through. It's just forget about uh, it. I know. Anyway, it is 6.23. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, Supreme Court is going to begin to hear those oral arguments today that has to do with the 14th Amendment, that clause in there that they, at least Colorado, thinks should disqualify Trump from being on the ballot. Um, Not only do I disagree with that, I feel comfortable that the Supreme Court will actually rule appropriately. I say that, though, and... Uh, hold as a caveat, oh, you never know what this Chief Justice John Roberts, what 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 rabbit he's going to pull out of his <clears throat> hat. All right, you've got that as one of your stories. Also, 
oh, you know, Biden and the documents, the Corvette's secure, but the documents were laying all over the garage. And by the way, that's just one scenario. Documents have been found in so many different places. But never talked about. Well, they did an investigation. You're like, well, good. Really? So it appears that there's not going to be any charges. It's like they're just really blowing it up. It's another Hillary thing. Well, you took a hammer to a couple of blackberries that had government information on it. Eh. Oh, you you destroyed 30,000 emails that really belong to the government slash the people. But, yeah, you know, yeah. Nothing uh, to see here. Yeah, but Trump. Oh, let's swap, the ma- let's swap Mar-a-Lago. Come on, really? People died when Trump inflated the values of one of his properties. No. No, no, no. Well, people were defrauded and lost money. No. No. Well, no. banks were really are really mad at it. No. No, they got their money and they were happy. And the interest that they charged. So, once again, Trump is right. It is a witch hunt. It is political. It is obvious. All right. There are other things that make the world go around. Nobody wants to be called a racist. And, um, and if you are labeled that and you have the opportunity to fight back... Let's say you should. A high school sports broadcaster fought back because he was wrongfully called a racist. It was basically more of a case of mistaken identity. And he was awarded $25 million in damages. Wow. High school... Uh, you know, reporting on high school sports, a broadcaster, oh my I, I, I can tell you that his pay range was not going to lead him into the multi-million dollar category. Uh, no. If he gets a percentage of this, he's doing great. So, and basically, you've heard of Gannett? Oh, yeah. Is it that him. like USA yeah. Today or yeah. whatever? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. you worked for him in the radio part? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, that's who owns the paper, the Oklahoman. Okay. And that paper... They say, the jury said, uh, intentionally harmed him when it wrongfully identified him as the high school sports announcer who hurled racist remarks at players. Scott uh, Sepulpa is his name. How do you mistake him for somebody else? Well, a name like that. Uh, well, you have to understand there was a broadcast going on. Things were said, and uh, then okay. the paper and the paper did have opportunities to kind of double check the right. info. And didn't bother to do it. They Whoops. pulled the story three hours later. Yeah. But hey, the damage is done, and you were wrong, and you went forward with it anyway because you know it would be, you know, kind of a sensationalized story. Sure. He was one of two announcers commenting on a March 2021 girls' playoff game between Midwest City School and Norman High School, made national headlines when the Norman team took a knee, and the other commentator, Matt Rowan, went on a racist tirade against the girls. They're kneeling, blanking, blanking, blanking. Whoops. Uh, I hope Norman gets their butts kicked. Blankety, blank. Wow. Yeah. That wasn't smart. After 30 seconds, the unidentified announcer muttered something indistinguishable before once again using the highly offensive slur, accentuated with profanity, et cetera, et cetera. But in the initial reporting of the incident, the paper, the Oklahoman, wrongfully reported that it was Sepulpa who made the Uh racist remarks. Yep. Boy, you got to sell a lot of newspapers to make $25 million. Whatever happened to check and double check uh, your sources and your stories? And you know how it used to be? 
Never let facts get in the way of a good, salacious racial story. There you go. 628 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend is right around the corner. I can smell it. Happy Thursday, my friends. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. Adversaries like Iran taking American lives. What response options is the president considering? I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. It happens. Defend ourselves from an invasion. Putting Secretary Mayorkas to the test with an impeachment. The news station. A federal appeals panel handed former President Trump's argument of absolute immunity a unanimous defeat. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The world. The U.S. military carrying out another strike on Houthi rebels in Yemen. The rebels say they're acting in solidarity with the Palestinians. Affects us at home. We must combat all deadly ideology. News Talk. 97. The sky. Pump it up. Rise and shine. Come on now. It is Friday Eve, which means Thursday. Good morning and welcome to the Bob Rose Show. You know you can get it on your Alexa. Yeah, first thing in the morning, like right now, you can catch up on the latest news. When you get up, tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. Pretty easy. And then keep it locked in, as they say. Locked, cocked, and loaded all day with this 50,000-watt blowtorch coming at you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Set the knob and rip it off. I got more radio stories coming up, and this will beat any of Greg's. Or mine, even, I have to say. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That might take a lot. Yeah, well, okay. you know, I'm milking the chickens right now. Right. That's my long, what are you that's got? my tease. Okay. I've got. But we've got something much more important going on. Yeah. We have a president who sees dead people. Ooh. President Biden sees dead people. Really? Is he communicating with the dead? Is he? Is he in that kind of middle world transitioning? So from this world to another one? He's so close, he can still he can actually yeah, talk he to can them. he can communicate. See I see dead people. I believe that explains a lot. That dead stare. That? Yeah, that blank look. It's he's, like he's checked he's out. There. He's on a different plane, shall we say. I'm not talking about Air Force One. Yeah. A different... He's the, on a different frequency, Kenneth. The Yeah, the body is here, but he's not. Again, I always give you the uh, the disclaimer... Uh-huh. Um, dementia and 
and watching your or, or knowing that your capabilities are diminishing is now no laughing matter. And unfortunately, well, we may all have to deal with that either directly or indirectly through loved ones, or mm-hmm. we may be on the receiving end of our capacities True. starting to, uh, uh, to you know, yeah. go south. But Biden just blew it the other day. What now? And caught a bunch of flack. What was it, Francois Mitterrand? Oh, He was yeah. hanging out with Francois Mitterrand. And yeah. then if you look at the timetable of what he was referring to, it's like, dude. No. He had been dead for years. I want to say he passed away like 1996. He's ref- referencing something from like four years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoops. So this just happened the other day. And then he did it again. Oh, my goodness. He did it again, this time with the German chancellor, Helmut Kohl. Yeah. He claimed he spoke with the chancellor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, 2021, he was referring to past conversations during fundraising events on Wednesday um, he attended this in, uh, this was New York, Wednesday afternoon, uh, at his second and third events. He told donors about conversations surrounding January 6th, 2021, at his first Group of Seven G7 meeting as president, which took place in England in June of that year. Okay. The president said that the late German Chancellor Kohl asked him if he would say if he learned a thousand people stormed the British Parliament in an attempt to deny the next prime minister from taking office. In other words, he's trying to take, you know, the the Trump mm-hmm. court case and all that, and he's inserting uh, like a personal story into it. The problem is, Helmut Kohl was dead four years previous to this supposed conversation. Four years. Whoops. And you could say, okay, well, maybe it was a different summit. It was this. He's had a long political career. No, none of it jives. It's not what he was referring to. Well, it, he has was to refer- be after, it has to be after January 6th. Yeah. So. Yes. Or the conversation doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's, wow. yeah. This and this is, again, very similar to the mm-hmm. one he made Sunday after he claimed he spoke with Francois Mitterrand, who died in 1996. And he was referring to the same G7 meeting. So he'd been dead long. He's getting closer, though. Yes. He's getting closer to people who, if he keeps mentioning enough world leaders' names, some of them might still be alive. They're probably getting concerned. <laughs> yeah. It's you insane. don't want his? Yeah. No. Your name coming up is like, mm, uh-huh. I'm still, you pinch yourself. Uh, no, I'm still, still here. here? Yeah. Again, not, do the, not I know. doing this jokingly. But he's supposed to be the president of the United States, and he should have never run the first time. The, the American people. Oh, come on. Should demand, you know, certain tests. They yes. should demand them, and not take no for an answer. This is sad. Now, some people say, "Well, you know, you can settle this at the ballot box." I guess, but unless but th- everybody makes a, a a logical decision, they're not because it's highly emotional. They'll make right. political decisions. Trump's evil, bad. He's well. Biden called him an existential threat. Right. Yeah, that's what he referred to former President Donald Trump. I mean, they're going out of their way, and it's so over the top. You know, they say he's going to destroy democracy. He's going to become a dictator. 
Have you noticed Biden's in his angry mode again? Yes. And when people are heading down that that path of diminished mental uh, acuity, mm-hmm. uh, observations by many, I don't know how scientific this is, but is that your your personality becomes um, stronger. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you were generally considered a, a fairly happy person, as you head toward dementia, you might go into kind of a happy mode. Mm-hmm. In other words, wh- whatever you are, your true nature starts to push through, unfortunately. And so if people have been kind of angry when they were younger, you know, yeah. they tend to be the ones that are most difficult to deal with as they move mm-hmm. into that dementia-like behavior that's my understanding of it so and again that would that would kind of make sense in a way yeah but it is biden or his administration that is doing all the damage they can to the uh liquid uh natural gas industry yep Uh, all all of the uh, oil and gas companies doing all the damage that he can um very dictator-like. Hmm. Opening the border, he does whatever his will is. He... Laws, immigration law, I don't care about no sticking laws. But they point the finger at Trump. He's an authoritarian. It's so obvious and so sickening to people like myself that are paying attention. 645 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Got some great local stories, Valentine's stuff, and Mayorkas. It's all coming up. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. If the DOJ doesn't move on this, then you got to start impeaching. Now, 10 p.m. night. And all of a sudden, 24 becomes not just about the end of America, but also like the end of all the systems that would protect us from all the people who would weaponize them further. On 97.3 The Sky. Here we are. Happy Thursday, my friends. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And thanks for the prayers. Greg is starting to feel a little bit better. On the mend. You look a lot better. You were death warmed over. Have you ever Mm. heard that term? He really was. Yeah. It was like nodding off. Because apparently this garbage that's going around that a lot of people are catching, it just completely wipes you out. Mm -hmm. I mean, you feel like not good to begin with, but then you're like literally wiped out. Yeah. So... Thanks for toughing it out, Greg. It is appreciated by many, including myself. And uh, and for everybody else, man, I protect your health. Yep. Get that sleep in there, the vitamin C, the zinc, um, you know, just a mm-hmm. healthy lifestyle. And it doesn't mean you're not going to catch something, but hopefully it'll be not as bad and shorter lived. Absolutely. So yep. that's what we hope for. Uh, your top stories today. Supreme Court's going to hear oral arguments that whole 14th Amendment thing. Oh, my. Trump's an insurrectionist. We shall strike him from the ballot. That's what they said in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court, agree or disagree. I think the, the Democrats clearly, uh, this is an act of desperation. And, it's, and this is one of many acts of desperation. And trying to use uh, the government in any way, shape, or form that they can against him. And the judicial system against him. 
like the case in New York, where there's absolutely no victim. He, you, you overestimated the, uh, what your businesses were worth. Okay, yeah, I got good deals on loans. Ask the bank if they're really mad right. that they could have made another one and a half points. Bank's like, no, we're happy we got paid back. Mm-hmm. It's all good. They got their money. Really? So there's no victim, but they move forward anyway. Um, you, you know the deal by now. And then you've got the current president who is so out of touch now that he's referenced just in a few days stories that involve people that were already dead Whoops! at the time he claims their conversations took place. Helmut Kohl from Germany, that was his recent one, was dead a few years before this supposed G7 meeting that he keeps referring to. Why would you go back and refer to a meeting that your handlers have had to talk to you about and say, look... The stories, when you go off script and start to tell stories, Mm. that's not in your best interest. Right. You know, your your memories aren't solid. We know in your head you might have it together, but when it leaves your mouth, it's not always the way you might have thought it or envisioned it. I mean, you can't completely, I guess, demoralize a guy. But wouldn't Jill have a conversation with him? Oh, Dr. Jill? Highly educated? Yeah, her. Uh, Yeah, look. We're being honest. There should have been a conversation that took place before he even ran the first time. Yes. Well, not the very first time because yes. plagiarism and other things they derailed this campaign. Man. But yeah. I mean, you know, when he went up against yeah. Trump the mm-hmm. first time. He should have run. No. You no. Got, I mean, you knew And this I said was it then. Yes. I said it. Yep. You said it. I mean, we're, it's not like it's we're. It's coming. It's going to get worse. Yeah. All right. So now he's running around saying that yeah, Trump's an existential threat. It, does anybody not see through this obvious uh, Democrat and a lot of the media? I've seen MSNBC do it. I've seen CNN do it. I've seen uh, some folks on CBS do it. And, and what they do is they try to point fingers and lay blame uh, at President Trump, for instance, when they themselves are guilty of it. Mm-hmm. They're even so audacious as to try to do this with the border amazing the border all right so we've got all that that we're going to dig into and talk about um also oh did you know that tucker is putin's puppy everybody loves puppies oh but it's hillary that said it well she's the hill to be she'll probably eat him (laughs) i was just thinking that that doesn't surprise me um but I do have a, a radio station story that's better than your stories, Greg. I don't know. And, and, and I think they're better than mine. Okay, you ready wow. for this? Yeah, go for it. So, <clears throat> you know, you go to your radio station because you're like the operations manager, right? Sure. And something's not right. And you had a call earlier where some landscapers said, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. You go out there and something wasn't right. Yeah. Radio stations, you know, you got to have equipment and stuff. But yeah. before you even get into the building, uh-huh. many of them would have like what we call a tower. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Your antenna is on a tower. Well, this yeah. tower disappeared. Oh. I yeah. see where this is going. A radio station is on standby after thieves somehow stole a 200-foot radio tower in Alabama. Nobody's sure how the ambitious bandits even made off with this heavy metal structure. I've tried all weekend to figure it out. I just can't. 
The general manager, Brett Elmore, says, uh, I've been in uh, radio business and around it all my life and then professionally involved for over 26 years. I can say I've never heard of anything like this. Uh, I can say I've seen it all now. Wow. He learned of the theft Friday. Landscaping crew went to the tower site to maintain the property. <laughs> there wasn't a lot to maintain. You know, uh, they, they don't have to. You, know, you don't have to edge around the the tower base or anything. If it's because there's no tower there, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Two hundred foot radio tower disappears without a trace. I would think that when that scrap metal painted red and white shows up at a recycling place somewhere, it should be obvious. Recycling place. Yeah. It's in David Copperfield's backyard. That's who I would check on first. Who else could make a radio tower disappear? Good point. Uh, There's plenty more to talk about coming up. Happy Thursday, 97.3 The Sky. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need The Sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. Day one, I will terminate every single open border policy. Every candidate. They wanted a new generational leader. We have to pass universal background checks. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Tucker Carlson, evil Russian spy, or as Hillary would say, Putin's puppy. I like puppies. Yeah. I had no idea that Tucker Carlson worked for the Ruskies. Did you? Well, I mean, he's friends with Trump, and Trump was a Russian asset, so Ah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if you lay down with dogs, you're going to get fleas. Ooh. It is 7.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Hour number two. Greg Cassidy here as well. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, Supreme Court's going to hear arguments today relating to the 14th Amendment and Colorado's ruling to keep Trump off the ballot. Uh, I I think that uh, Trump's going to win this, but we'll see. Mm. Also, the Biden documents, you know, the mess he made of classified documents. Ah, nothing to see here. No big deal. No, no charges or anything. But wow. and and you're comforted. You should be comforted. Comforted to know that, you know, Attorney General Merrick Garland. I mean, oh you know what a law and order guy. Oh, did I mention he operates completely independent from the president? Did I mention that? Because they have to mention it every time. Because uh-huh. otherwise, people would go. Really? Uh-huh. Seems to be in lockstep with the president, Pretty but much, he's yeah. independent. Oh, dokey. No. Yeah, right. So you've got that going on. And man, the fury, the, the, ah, it's, it's palpable, this hatred for Tucker Carlson. Now remember, remember, Tucker Carlson represents a lot of things and a lot of things that the left vehemently hates. It was Tucker Carlson who released video Video footage, hours of video footage inside the Capitol on that, uh, from that fateful day, January 6th. And you got a completely different perspective. Not to overshadow necessarily or take away from some of the incidents that actually did occur, but at least it gave you, well, it gave you a huge perspective as to what was going on inside 
when you had video, clear video, mm-hmm. of the guy with the horns and all that, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, being escorted around and not escorted as in, he, you know, he was under arrest. They looked like Opening they were on a doors, tour. They were like yeah. looking, looking for people or whatever, but it's certainly, he wasn't in cuffs. He, he wasn't being marched down anywhere. It was... Yeah. It was so telling. So the left hates him for that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that Tucker did was he said, hey, maybe we should pause in this over-the-top support we're showing for Zelensky and Ukraine. Um, how much involvement should we have? Should we be spending money uh, you know, and sending arms and money there? And what about some transparency? Are we getting the whole story? Ukraine is famous for being a laundromat for money. Oh, yeah. Their corruption is documented. There's a long list. Uh, And now, Tucker sat down with Putin. (gasps) What? What? The White House said Wednesday that Vladimir Putin should not be given another mouthpiece to justify his war in Ukraine. And, and this, I got this from Breitbart, but actually I think it comes from part of the Associated Press or someone like that because it's pretty telling. Um, after right-wing U.S. talk show host Tucker Carlson interviewed the Russian president, right-wing, mm-hmm. I've read a lot of articles that involve Joy Reid from MSNBC, Rachel Maddow, mm-hmm. some of the folks from CNN, I honestly can't recall, unless it's clearly an op-ed piece, I can never recall somebody referring to them as left-wing spokespeople or left-wing hosts. But they're as lefty as they come. Absolutely. Isn't that... But just there's one little interesting thing. Yep. The former Fox News host, a key ally of 2024 election candidate Donald Trump, Uh and a vocal opponent of U.S. military aid for Kyiv, traveled to Moscow. For Putin's first interview with a Western journalist since Russia's February 2022 invasion. Now, the same people that are attacking Tucker Carlson would normally be the same people that say, hey, before we escalate this war, let's let's sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. Let's let's use. Remember the D word? Diplomacy. Diplomacy. Yeah. Right. Yep. Let's use diplomacy. Hmm. I don't know. Not in this case. And you have to wonder why. It should be very obvious. This is John Kirby putting his spin on it. Oh, boy. It should be very obvious to everybody what Mr. Putin has done in Ukraine and the completely bogus and ridiculous reasons for which he tried to justify it. I'm not sure I heard his justification. Did you? Hmm, You know what it is? I missed that. I mean, you know, wanting to return some of the power and lands of the, the former glory of the Soviet Union or something like I don't, But I don't remember hearing anything. Nah. It'd be, you know, kind of interesting to uh-huh. let him say in his own words. What's the goal here? Why'd you do that? What, you what is your goal? Yeah. And what do you want? Isn't that kind of what the media is all about? Aren't they supposed to, like, hold leadership accountable and find out these things? 
Yeah, but as you see, as we have seen through the years now, you have a very one-sided kind of media. They don't want to investigate. They don't even want to have a dialogue. It used to be, you know, if you got some opinion from somebody, you would always counter it with the differing opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, you always would. One person said, blah, 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 blah. But then another witness came forward and said, blah, 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 blah. He gives you a little bit of perspective. They don't do that anymore. They give you this singular viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we need another interview with Vladimir Putin to understand his brutality. Another interview? Well, another one in addition to what? He hasn't done any interviews hmm. with Western uh, media since he invaded Ukraine. So another interview. So you, you, John Kirby doesn't want any information coming from one of the biggest nuclear powers on the planet. Right. No, I don't need to hear from him. You don't? You should probably want to at least get an idea where he's coming from, what he's thinking. From that, intelligence sources can look at body language, what he says, what is a veiled threat, read between the lines. I mean, yeah, there you couldn't pull information from things like that. Carlson has not said when the interview will be broadcast, but mentioned it will be free to watch. After being sacked by Fox News last year, another attempt, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to make him look Just bad. Just the phrasing there says a yeah. lot. Yeah, sacked. Mm-hmm. He started a show on the Elon Musk-owned uh, social media X, formerly Twitter. Carlson's visit to Moscow has been covered heavily by Russian state media, which has long highlighted the U.S. celebrities' anti-Ukraine talking points so they're going to use it propaganda against you and all that but here's where it gets interesting okay so they're they're taking issue with tucker because he landed an interview with putin quite frankly and tucker said something along the lines of well nobody else is really even asking we know took issue with that anchor christine amapur from cnn and a bbc correspondent steve rosenberg they said "Uh uh-uh no We've been asking for a Putin interview. Bam! Wow. We've got you. Would John Kirby say the same thing if Christine Amapur landed an interview with Putin? He would be praising her. Mm -hmm. This was not an easy interview to get. We can glean knowledge and information from this that maybe might help us see a pathway to ending war with Ukraine uh, come to an end sooner. I can just hear him now. Yep. That's the kind of crap we're dealing with, frankly. That's it right there. 7.15 on the Bob Rose Show. Is that bugging you? You can tell. It's a little irritating to me. A little bit. Well, it's your turn. What's Bugging You is up next. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Call in now. 877-975-9825. What's Bugging You? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control is next on 97.3 The Sky. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on. There's a lot of stake. A lot of damage. The time has come for you to sound off. All of these things are happening all at once. What's bugging you for Florida Pest Control on 97.3 The Sky? Happy Thursday, rolling through the working week. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. It is 721, and it's time for What's Bugging You? Chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. Brought to you by... 
Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Please don't be one of those. Call now, though, 877-975-9825. And Sherry, what's bugging you? I was listening to your station yesterday evening, and I don't remember who the host was. It was some well-known guy. Anyway, there was a story about what the globalists were doing to the farmers in Europe that had them very upset. And I missed it because my dog ran outside and was chasing after something. Anyway, lame excuse, I know. But I missed the story. Can you give me a brief summary of what's going on in Europe to the farmers? Uh, I can't give you a brief summary, summary during a, you know, a set-aside thing called What's Bugging You. Um, I'm just guessing it was Mark Levin who was talking about it. it it's a rather involved subject. Uh, it's going to take a little bit more time, so I will try to get that in maybe before the end of the hour, if I can. Appreciate your patience on that one. Nostradamus, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I heard you talking about... Tucker, you were a little fired up about that, as, as I am as well. They got a kill list. He's on a kill list out of Ukraine. I told you from the very beginning that Ukraine was one of the most corrupt countries over there in Europe. And, and now they, they want to shut him up so he can't come back and let people know what's really going on. And, you know, they, we talk about democracy. All my life growing up, I was told, you are known by the company you keep. So if we're supporting one of the most corrupt countries in Europe, what does that make us? And, they, and Zelensky shut down the press. He shut down the churches. He's canceled the upcoming elections. What does that make him? Yeah, and martial law has been instituted over and over again, I mean, for a continual period Mm -hmm. since the invasion. Uh, So you've got that. And I'm not going to sit here and say Tucker's right about everything. I don't know that he's taken that strong of a stance. It's uh, one of those things where thou does protest too much. In other words, they're so out to get Tucker, and all he's trying to do is say, hey, there might be two sides to the story, and hey, are we really transparent about how and where this money's being spent? And they're so over the top in their outrage, but if Christine Amapore got the interview with Putin, uh, they'd be, uh, you know, clamoring to get her autograph for crying out loud. Shep, what's bugging you? Well, you know, what's bugging me is people who see me in my classic black Chevy S10 with the American flag and my Trump sticker, they automatically assume I'm some toothless redneck who never got past the eighth grade. And when they confront me, well, I kind of put my Bronx accent back on, and they are dumbfounded. They do not understand how a recovering New Yorker can be for Trump. Yeah, they... They want to study you. This creature, can it exist? Is it intelligent enough to have a conversation and also be a supporter of this dictator, Trump? What do they have counseling for, like, if you're a covering New Yorker? It's like, you, you go to, like, a... Well, that's a, a whole a different... That could be a whole different and, matter. You know, that's a lot you know, to recover You know what from. I say, at least for right now? Yeah. Forget about it. Hey. Pete, what's bugging you? Yeah, the Tucker Carlson interview that the misleading stuff that's being said about it. And you're right. If it was one of the progressive TV personalities that was going to have a chance to interview Putin. And by the way, they would all love to interview him. Don't, don't let him kid you. Mm-hmm. They, they would uh, be covering for her or him, but uh, there's something else at play here with Tucker. This is, this interview is going to be on a network or a, a media platform, whatever you want to call it. That is not controlled by the progressive media that dominates 95% of the, coverage of anything and it's 
open to anyone to see. And now that they stirred up this controversy, more people might be interested in watching it. So this is breaking a little bit of their media monopoly, and that's another thing they cannot tolerate. Thank you, Bob. Hey, uh, well said. Yep. That's bring bring more them. attention to it. Uh, let the interview be heard, listened, watched, and uh, then the American people can decide for themselves. What? Yeah, I know. Crazy. We're not capable of it. Crazy talk. Donnie, what's bugging you? Morning, Bob. It looks like the media's favorite Republican, Nikki Haley, turns out she's an election denier. I heard her say yesterday that Trump rigged the Nevada primary, <laughs> and nobody is covering this. And I just was wondering when when they're going to come out and press some kind of charges on her, because oh. I thought that was illegal. Now. It wow! I look, we know what did he, she do? She lost to basically nobody, right? Yeah, anybody I mean, he wasn't yeah, on the ballot. Right, yeah, it right. was. Yeah, somebody checked off. Well, a lot of people checked off. Anybody but her. Yeah, basically. I guess. And so, yes, it's very embarrassing. And honestly, I didn't hear her rebuttal to that. I didn't hear her explanation of that. Now I'm going to look for it because I'm interested. And if she tries to, really, she was that obvious in literally blaming Trump, not having other factors. Wow. That's mm. that's weak. And again, she's scorching the earth. She's walking oh. around on uh, she is. on toast right now. And if she does any more damage, you're going to have to take that butter knife and scrape, 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 scrape. And then it's just not the same. Well, it's good in a way because it reminds me of my mom. <laughs> did she always burn the toast? <laughs> no, but when she did, she certainly wasn't going to throw it away. Well, good point. You're going to eat that toast, Robbie. Yeah, that's right. Steve, what's bugging you? This notion that we have to have some kind of law to enact term limits to elected officials' terms. I mean, they already have limits. What the problem is, is people don't understand that when you got somebody that's been in office for 18, 24 years, and they have had one position, and then it changed 180 degrees, and then it changed back to the first position because of whoever's in power, whoever has whatever, you know, whether it's Democrats or Republicans, mm-hmm. The people can't understand, and the press doesn't push these issues to the point where you get rid of Chuck Schumer's and Mitch McConnell's and people who are really not doing us justice. Every term has a limit. People need to think when they vote and get rid of these people. Well, I wish. easier said than done. We wish. Yeah. They <laughs> need to get rid of these people. It's true. Yeah, yeah we're and not disagreeing. Many, and how many of them have, especially on the left, have done 180 degrees on so many things like the border? Uh, and what about crime and punishment? The whole oh, crime bill. Strike three, you're out. Joe Biden. Yeah, now it's revolving door uh, criminals. Yeah. All right. Uh, great participation. Appreciate it. Thanks. It is 728. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And coming up, a nightmare, a literal nightmare for two Kentucky moms in the Bahamas. What can we learn from this story? Stay tuned. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. When you need to know... Viciously held hostage by Hamas. The threat we face from China. Russia alone stands in the way of peace. You need the sky. Just download the Odyssey app. Everywhere. That's where I get my news. News Talk 97.3. The sky. More on Nikki Haley coming up on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday. It's 736. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always 
Yes. Top story, Supreme Court hearing oral arguments beginning today. This has to do with the Colorado case against Donald Trump trying to keep him off the ballot. And uh, I feel like Trump is going to be victorious in this. We'll see if it's a kind of a full win or if the Supreme Court mm, doesn't uh, doesn't get to the heart and soul of the whole matter. I'll explain all that coming up, but I feel pretty good about it. And uh, Biden documents that have been haphazardly not taken care of very well, strewn at five or six different locations about with no security, access by many people. But no, nothing to see here. There's not going to be any charges after. And the investigation part of it is complete. And But, but don't worry. Merrick Garland, the attorney general, operates completely separate and independent from the president. So he is just going to be, you know, straight-o potato on this. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, no charges. Nothing, nothing will happen. Look what Hillary did. Nothing ever came as a result of that. She destroyed 30,000 emails on purpose and destroyed them knowingly to, like, beyond FBI standards for retrieval, which does take some work. All right, so there's all that going on. And this is a heartbreaking, nightmarish story, but I feel like I need to share it. Two Kentucky moms, like their first, you know, mom's vacation without the kids Mm -hmm. you know take a cruise they're in the bahamas you know and then hey you want you know you want a tropical drink uh yeah we're in the tropics uh we're away from the kids uh we don't have to drive Mm -hmm. sure and it's and they were even offered two for one how nice yeah soon though they felt like the drinks were much stronger than expected and here, here's another telltale sign. Even their loved ones back home grew concerned because the women are sending back videos where they seem, like, highly intoxicated. Like, mm. they said they just got there. They just had a drink. And they, they look like they're wasted. Longtime friends Adam Shearer and Dongela Dobson said their first kid-free vacation ended with a traumatic assault. And here's how it's believed it, it went down. Less than a few sips into the second drink, we knew something was wrong. Something was terribly wrong. So, you know, they're going to try to maybe walk it off. They went to look for seashells, bring back to their kids, when a male resort staffer offered to show them the best spot to find shells. Uh The next thing Shearer, one of the moms, could recall was waking up while she was being assaulted by a uniformed male resort staffer. I came to, in the process of my rape, she said... Bahamian authorities and other staffers at the resort were able to immediately identify the two men accused of this. This happened right in the middle of the day. Noon. Assault. Wow. Uh, One of the attackers had only been employed at the uh, resort for about a week. The uh, police arrested two men, 40-year-old South Bahamian and 50 54-year-old of Eight Mile Rock, in connection to the assault. Police are continuing to investigate. The women say their allegations weren't properly handled and that local cops did not administer proper rape test kits despite their pleas. Again, these are things you have to consider uh, being in a foreign country. Back on the cruise ship, 
The moms received the results of their toxicology test. Now listen to this. It showed that they had a plethora of drugs in their systems, including benzodiazepines. They also had almost no alcohol in their bodies. Wow. They had bruising up and down their legs, as you might expect, unfortunately. Um, To see the things that showed up on the toxicology screen was traumatizing all over again, one of them said. Mm. Now, the embassy, the U.S. embassy, actually issued a stark security warning and travel advisory on January 24th after the Bahamas saw uh, 18 primarily gang-related murders in January, and they urged travelers to exercise extreme caution. And they never saw or heard of that particular warning. Now back in Kentucky, the women have hired a lawyer to get justice and are receiving medical care. And one of the things you maybe doesn't you don't don't think about, but an HIV prevention medication that uh, costs yeah. around four thousand dollars. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and of course you, of course you're going to take that precaution and take that medication. Sure. Yeah, uh, the mothers are uh, also a little angry with the ship that the Carnival uh, Cruise Line, which they fa- uh, said failed uh, to tell them about the U.S. Department Travel Advisory for the Bahamas until their horrific oh, assault. Wow. Yeah. So, and and here's my point. Yeah, there's lots of people travel all over the place all the time without incident. So I'm not telling people not to travel, not to enjoy their lives, not to, you know, mix and meet, you know, mm-hmm. other cultures. And, you know, you got to live life. Enjoy yourself. But this kind of thing, unfortunately, can happen in broad daylight, yep. can happen where you feel relatively safe. I mean, you think, oh, we're not going to drink enough to get, you know, mm-hmm. where, we're, where we're buzzed. And all we got to do is make our way back to the ship. No big deal, one would think. But there's predators. There's yep. predators out there. And this is the kind of thing they, they're hoping for. That's, to them, this is an opportunity. They get up in the morning looking for an opportunity. So it's sad. It's very, very sick. And what can you do? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, don't consume beverages that are, you know, open. And I don't know how that would work. I mean, clearly you can't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, you can't get a, I guess you could maybe get a mixed drink that's that's already pre-packaged or whatever. But it is just frightening that there are people in the world who uh, w- will do this kind of thing. And yeah. I was telling my, you know, my daughters and everything, you know, head on a swivel. And again, not, not to frighten people, but just to make you aware. You know, there are weirdos out there, and they're dealing with a transient population. They know you're going to get back on that ship. How many would be frightened, embarrassed, don't want to go through the trouble, don't want their name in the paper, don't want this story? So, so yeah. tip of the hat to Amber and uh, Dungala uh, for actually coming forward, for making this uh, public and and so that travelers you know, need to really be aware. I mean, it's sad that you got to be you know, on your toes all the time, but mm-hmm. you do. But how many of these stories, especially when one college age or young young woman, I'll meet you guys later. I'm with, I've met this person over and over and over. It's like we see the same scenario. In this case, these two are 
using the yeah, buddy system. Absolutely. They're sticking together. They're yep. hanging out together. They're looking yep. out for each other. Broad daylight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like, it's broad daylight. We'll be back to the ship way before, mm-hmm. you know, the sun sets, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's Sorry. go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And, Roy, you're on the air. Well, it is extremely unfortunate. But as you also said, you know, that happens a lot of times all over the place, college kids, stuff like that. You know, and, but the thing about it is, unfortunately, when you're off like that, the mis- number one mistake is, that you don't have somebody that is going to be sober with you to help take care of you. Um, that's the thing about it. I The only time I do drink, honestly, is if I'm on a cruise ship. But that's only when I'm on the ship, not when I'm on shore. Well, and, and yeah. again, not to make anybody paranoid, but somebody could slip something in your drink sure. on the ship. Could be another passenger. Yeah. Could be uh, somebody that works there. They have access to open your door. You're uh, oh, I'm safe. I'm passed out in my room. Nothing's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. Again, not you know, just things happen. They do really happen. have to be aware. Yep. And you know, you could. I'm not trying to sound sexist, but it's women that are going to be they're targeted, taking more than sure. yeah, absolutely. It's just so awful. Their their lives are changed forever, and the lives of their families probably as well. 745 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. We've got plenty more to talk about, including Trump and another survey slash poll. Details coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. The story of Florida is phenomenal. Sean Hannity. No state income tax, better infrastructure, and their budget is less than half of that of New York State. How is that even possible? On 97.3 The Sky. Survey says... Hang on, let me make out with all the female members of your family. (laughs) Thanks. uh, Kudos to Richard Dawson for that one. Okay. Yeah, who didn't want to be a game show host after that? You know, years ago, and we've we've talked how I knew Ivan Dixon, who was on Hogan's Heroes with him, right? And uh, you know, after the weekends, and uh, they would come back to be filming on Monday or whatever. Uh, the stories that uh, both he and, of course, uh, Richard Dawson, yeah, Richard Dawson would have some mm. wild weekends. Let's shall we say that? Uh, well, he was a handsome fellow. Yeah, and had accents, a, accent, had, had, yes. better looking. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yep. It is 7.50 on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Ten minutes till 8 o'clock, and survey says... Yes. Former President Donald Trump is edging out President Joe Biden in a head-to-head matchup. This is the latest Emerson College survey, Mm. but it is tight. Yeah. Trump with 46 points, Biden 45. Trump's lead widens, though, by two points when uh, when third-party candidates... Are involved like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right. and Cornell West and the Green Party candidate Jill Stein. When you add that to the mix, Trump gets forty-one percent, Biden thirty-nine, and Kennedy follows with oh. five. Uh, West and Stein receive one percent. This also examined the Republican primary race between Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley and found Trump leading by fifty-four points. Trump sees 73% from Republican voters, while 19% for Haley. And that leads into something that um, one of the callers was talking about, was Nikki Haley is trounced by 
none of these candidates option in wow. Nevada's Republican primary. That's embarrassing. Yeah, she was swamped, and she just, yeah, it... it that wasn't pretty. It, it was ugly. Now, in her defense, yes. she didn't spend a lot of time... You know, canvassing oh, the true. area, get, getting true. the message out. She kind of, you know, gave up on it. Yeah. And, and of course, now, you know, that she got trounced, then, then they say, well, the results, you know, Tuesday uh, is technically meaningless. Yeah, we didn't Republican spend money, race. we didn't spend time, blah, blah, blah. But it's still embarrassing. Yes. Instead, she became the first presidential candidate from either party to lose a race to, quote, None of these candidates, unquote, since the option uh-huh. was first introduced in Nevada right. in 1975. Wow. It's a while. So it's a first. Yeah. yeah. You go. You go, girl. Now, Haley even said beforehand she was going to focus on the states that are fair. Okay. And didn't campaign uh, there leading up to the caucuses, spending more time in South Carolina, her campaign wrote off the results with a reference to Nevada's famous casino industry. Quote, even Donald Trump knows that when you play penny slots, the house wins. That was from her spokeswoman, Olivia Perez Cubas, uh, and said, hmm. we didn't bother to play a game rigged for Trump. We're full speed ahead in South Carolina and beyond. Rigged. Okay. A rigged election. You can't say that, Bob. Wow. You're not allowed. You can't say that. No. No. You can't. Unless you're Hillary or something like that. Yeah. Then you can say what you want. Yep, I thought that was yeah. interesting. Interesting phrasing. Uh, Senator Ted Cruz, he thinks it's time, and I don't think he's the only one, time for Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mitch McConnell to retire to the bluegrass rolling hills of Kentucky. You know, enjoy what life has to offer. Not the rice paddies of China, where his family is from? His uh, family is from. no. Okay. Not today. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Ted Cruz is like, yeah, he should step down. Wow. Following the fiasco with the di- disastrous pro-migration border bill. And uh, everyone here also supported a leadership challenge to Mitch McConnell in November. Uh, McConnell will turn 82 this month, and uh, I think a Republican leader should actually lead this conference and should advance the priorities of Republicans, Cruz said, detailing what he said during the leadership election back in November of 2022. He said, I was right after a disappointing election then. The wind was at our back. It should have been a phenomenal Republican election year. Republicans should have won the Senate. We should have won a big majority in the House. Instead, we lost a seat in the Senate. We barely got a majority in the House. Yeah, that should have served as a major wake-up call. I I do remember Mitch McConnell uh, saying, uh, you know, in front of an open mic or, you know, somebody who was questioning him uh, about the lack of quality of Republican candidates. Yes. His own party. He did. Now... I don't know how different the results would have been if he wouldn't have said that, but that certainly couldn't have helped. No. Yeah. Yeah, they they were you know what was wrong with the candidates to Mitch McConnell. They were they were too maggish. Mm. Well, and on this bill, I mean Schumer came out acting like they were the best of buddies and they worked closer together on this than anything ever before. And then McConnell kind of backs off on, you know, 
being a promoter of it. So I don't know. And then there is the border. And if this guy, uh, DHS Secretary Mayorkas, doesn't already make your skin crawl, a recent commentary by him just might. We also have special guests coming up later in the 8 o'clock hour and then in 9 o'clock. And uh, we've got important stuff to deal with today. Yep. And it's a happy, happy Thursday. You're listening to The Bob Rose Show on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. You can also get the show by telling Alexa what you want every morning. Reminder, when you get up, tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. It is that easy to do. She won't bring you coffee, though. No. No, not unless you have somebody else by the same name in your household. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yeah. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coordinated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored to have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Then it's going to be interesting. There were two. So we're all having a good time together. Trump. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. Haley. We deserve a new direction. The latest every minute. It's where I get my news. Is here. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Digging for facts. Harder than ever. It is 8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Hour number three begins as your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, Supreme Court hearing oral arguments today dealing with the 14th Amendment and Colorado's version or vision of what that really means versus what the Supreme Court thinks. This ruling, depending on how it goes, will either reinstate Trump on the Colorado ballot or possibly knock him off the ballots of dozens of states. Is he a convicted insurrectionist uh, in any no. court that you're no. aware of? Forget about that innocent until proven oh. guilty. We're talking about Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, was, yeah. I, was Normal thinking, rules don't apply. I wasn't thinking like a lefty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, I just want to remind you, never miss a minute of the show. Just one click. TheSky973.com slash follow or on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download that and you'll get the Bob Rose Show podcast every minute of the show. You won't miss out. You can take us anywhere. It's a good deal. Earlier, I got a call and it was on the air and it was during What's Bugging You. And, you know, that segment is already packed full of folks and I don't have time to go into great detail and something that might be bugging them and this had to do with the european farmers that are protesting all across europe Mm -hmm. and i i'm going to be bluntly honest i have not delved into the subject but i'm attempting to now and like i said finding facts is very difficult yeah so i did a regular google search and came up with a cnn article I'm like, okay, could be a little slant. So I went to DuckDuckGo, and still, the articles, I I can't find anything from what you would call centrist or conservative, 
a news report, in my opinion, okay, based on the research that I've done for my radio show over the last 25 years, and and that 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 is it. What now we know we're hitting on something. There is subject matter here that we do need to address and talk about. It's just difficult to find out exactly what it is. Let me give you an example. So I'm on CNN.com. Farmers are holding protests across Europe, clogging the streets with their tractors, blocking ports, and pelting the European Parliament with eggs over a long list of complaints from environmental regulation to excessive red tape. We can no longer make a living from our profession, one aggrieved farmer said in Paris, while some of the most dramatic protests, dramatic, have been in France. Similar action has been taking place. Italy, Spain, Romania, Poland, Greece, Germany, Portugal, Netherlands. And then listen to this. When you're looking for facts, like why are they protesting? Listen, they still have to set a little background for you. While some of the most dramatic, oh, farming, they want to remind you, farming makes up just 1.4% of the European Union's GDP. Latest figures show. In other words, they're saying, ah, farmers, that that really doesn't add up to a lot of uh, economic strength. The European Union, you know, ag there, just 1.4%. So what are we supposed to think about that? They're making out the protesters to be like troublemakers, clogging roads. And then they go, ah. It only accounts for 1.4% of the economy. I mean, come on. So it could, their stuff couldn't be that possible, you know, couldn't be possible. And so you look into it a little bit deeper, and it says, now, what's happening and where? That's, that's like the sub-banner. Mm-hmm. Well, they're telling you, okay, they lobbed eggs, they blared their horns, they did this, they did that. It still doesn't tell me what the issues are. Okay. Um, The current system, quote, makes a mockery of both farmers and consumers. Explain. Nope. Okay. Again, more about standstill of thousands of, uh, you know, travelers Mm -hmm. because of the rallying farmers, major road blockages, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Again, what, what are the issues? It says, what are the grievances? While anger over economic, regulatory, and green policies unites many of the protests, forget about that because there are also grievances unique to each country. So let's break it down into this one squabbling for that. This was the the ones that unite. Here's what they're not telling you, okay? It has to do with European Union green stuff. Yep. It's exactly what it has to do with. It has to do with uh, the use of pesticides and fertilizers. This is another scenario where government knows nothing about industries, ag being one of them. Mm -hmm. Don't trust the people who need to raise crops for a living. Don't trust them because left to their own devices, they would poison people and farm the land until it becomes an arid desert because they wouldn't take care of the soil that's absurd right so the government has to step in and tell them how to do it 
but it's under the guise of green. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting? They go, well, it only accounts, ag only accounts for 1.4% of the GDP of the European Union. Only 1.4%. Oh, but let me guess. Let me guess. They cause like 30% of all the methane and CO2, the evil stuff. That's It's the evil farmers, I tell you. Can I throw another number sure, out there? Farmers? Sure. They also uh, are part of 100% of eating. Oh, are you going to say that people can do without a lot, but they can't do without food? It's just a thought. Is that I, what you're going to say? I, I, crazy thought, I know. Here's another one. Uh, they're going to phase out tax breaks for farmers on diesel fuel. A whole lot of tractors and farm implements sure. run on diesel, mm-hmm. and they're going to take away the tax breaks. And why is that? Oh, because they're giving too much money away? Oh, no, no, no. No, you know that has to do with the fossil fuel yes. baloney. Yes. So, yeah, we're getting a little bit more to the heart of the matter. And you remember, in Europe, they're even wackier than some of the people here are about that green garbage. I mean, they really, they're, 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 they hook, line, and sinker, man. So they're going to drive up fuel prices, which will then drive up food prices to try to force farmers into what? Solar powder powered uh, machinery or what? Oh, yes. At the same time, restricting uses of fertilizers and pesticides. So you're going to get bugs and stuff deteriorating, eating crops, and the crops won't be, uh, the yield won't be as high because you're not using enough fertilizer. In some areas, they, they can't even get it. And that's by, the, you know, they're doing that on purpose. Interesting you mentioned bugs, considering certain U.N. decisions on eating bugs. Well, yeah. If the crops fall apart and there's not pesticides, guess what's going to eat the crops? Bugs will. Uh And then, by U.N. thinking and theory, oh, we just simply eat the bugs instead. Yeah. It, it, It Really, that's what it's coming down to. And again, another area where it's really hard to get honest information put together in a easy to understand way they nibble all around the edges but they just want to make sure that here's what you really need to know here's a takeaway farmers are just a bunch of troublemakers in europe right now and they're clogging roads and raising heck for no reason that's really what they want you to think they don't want you to look at the unbelievable damaging policies of these green nutbags okay that's what it comes down to 815 on the Bob Rose Show. Coming up at 835, Florida House, uh, Danny Perez going to give us a mid-session recap of what's been going on in Tallahassee. So stick around for that. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. As you get closer to November, Dana Lash. it's going to become urgent for people in terms of the economy. Because no matter how big of an issue you make, abortion, it always comes down to the economy. Now, 10 p.m. nights on 97.3 The Sky. A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. A famous book on which several movies have been made. A Christmas Carol. Ebenezer Scrooge. If you remember in the Dickens novel, how exciting things were as Ebenezer Scrooge became enlightened by the visit from the ghost of past, present, and future. Bob Cratchit! 
go get yourself the biggest goose you can find for this Christmas dinner. Tiny Tim was happy and everybody was happy. We now have a new version of that that'll be coming out soon. Ebenezer Scrooge. I tell you, Bob Cratchit, you go down to the market and bring back the finest sets of beetles and bugs and earthworms you can find. We're going to treat the family right. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. When you see an agenda, if the agenda is sound, you say, if this agenda plays itself out. In other words, unfettered, these people with certain ideas Uh are allowed to have their way. What will it eventually lead to? Eating bugs is by no means a stretch. The U.N. has already has a list of acceptable proteins that, well, we would call bugs. Yes. And, well, you say, you know, farming has always kept up with demand. There's always something new and better. Yields continue uh, to get better. There's less waste, et cetera, et cetera. And the, it's been addressed. And so the world isn't starving, but farming is evil and terrible for the planet. Mm, yeah. And so farmers are protesting all around Europe, and you can't get a straight story from the, what I call the regular media, all your big outlets, everybody from the uh, BBC, uh, you know, to The Guardian, to CNN. Here's what CNN says. We're talking about the protest of the farmers in Europe. Why are they so upset? Why are they clogging traffic? Why are they literally lighting manure on fire in front of Parliament? That's effective. Yeah. And very profound. Here's what they say in the CNN article, by the way. Uh-huh. Climate change is aggravating the situation in different ways. Extreme weather events, such as wildfires and droughts, are increasingly affecting production. So instead of feeling for the farmers, you know, oh yeah, they already have enough challenges. Let's not restrict their fertilizers and pesticides so that we can keep crop yields high so that people can be fed. And so the cost of feeding people doesn't become outrageous. Well, more outrageous than it already is. And then then Greg uh, had this story. He he pulled it for me. We never got into it from like a week ago. And it comes from Breitbart. And they said the farming revolution against the green agenda landed on the doorstep of the European Union with thousands of farmers descending on Brussels as leaders of the 27 member states uh, came to the city for a summit on Ukraine. One of whom, one of all the leaders... Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban expressed support for the uprising. In other words, support for the farmers. Well, Orban, in case well, you in case you don't know, you probably don't know. Oh, he's he's terrible. He's a villain. He's awful. And you ready for this? Yeah. He did the unthinkable. What did he do? He was interviewed by Tucker Carlson. Oh, no. that means he must be evil. Yes. And, and what he is, is he's he's somewhat like a Donald Trump. He's a populist president who uses logic and common sense to try to make life 
uh, for the people that he leads in Hungary, you know, to be the best it can be. You know, like, make Hungary great again? <laughs> Seriously. Because who wants to be hungry? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. So, and, and here's part of the, the issue. The farmers are protesting against the stifling regulations of the green agenda mm-hmm. and of the globalist free trade agreements undercutting their labor, including the decision by Eurocrats to give Ukraine agriculture tariff-free access to the European okay. market. Wow. So... Politics involving itself, the green agenda mm-hmm. being pushed and promoted. Uh, they're taking away the the tax breaks for the use of diesel fuel because they don't well they don't want you to use any fossil fuel, especially the evil diesel. So this is what it is all about. It is about the green agenda, the globalist agenda, the United Nations telling other sovereign countries how to live, how to farm, what to eat. Is that the kind of regulation that you want? Because that's what Joe Biden and the Democrats are delivering for you. And then tariff-free products coming into your market, undercutting your prices? Right. Mm. And 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 you say, well, why would they? Can't they see what's going to happen? They're going to ruin farming. And I started with the answer. Forget about that big goose, Bob Cratchit. Go get yealf a couple of dozen Mealworms for the kids. Tiny Tim will love them. There's some beetles here. You can eat them. Shells up. They're like soft shell crabs. Yeah. Yeah. That's where. That's where we're at. That's the green agenda. The European Union. And remember, they're a little bit. I don't know what you want to say ahead of us on that. Uh huh. Remember migration uh-huh. affecting all of Europe. Took a little while for a lot of the issues to come to roost. Yeah, go to England, go to France. And yeah. make sure you wear your underpants or something like that. Something like that. All right, we've got a special guest going to be uh, joining us. Florida House, uh, Danny Perez, with a mid-session recap. What are they doing in Tallahassee? We'll get it uh, right from Danny coming up on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Trending right now on this sky. Adversaries like Iran taking American lives. What response options is the president considering? I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. As it happens. Defend ourselves from an invasion. Putting Secretary Mayorkas to the test with an impeachment. The news station. A federal appeals panel handed former President Trump's argument of absolute immunity a unanimous defeat. News. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. New on the sky, Glenn Beck, right after the Bob Rose Show. On North Central Florida's talk leader, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton at noon. The Dana Show at night. New shows and more news now on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It's 835. Happy Thursday, almost Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Some of your top stories, and we'll dig into them further coming up. Supreme Court hearing oral arguments relating to the 14th Amendment and Trump on or off the ballot. And Biden document investigation yields, well, no charges, so nothing to see here. I'm sure we can trust the Attorney General because he's so independent. That, that Merrick Garland? He said so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because he said, yeah, he said so. Uh, and without further ado, though, we want to bring in our current 
guest from the Florida House, Daniel Perez, joins us. Uh, uh, good morning, sir. How you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Uh, it is always our pleasure, and uh, we like how you keep us up to date. What's going on in Tallahassee? We're like in the middle of the term, and you're going to kind of catch us up on some of the things you've been working on, including uh, HB thirteen sixty one, and this would appear to be good. Uh, for education, it improves school choice and scholarships, promotes early learning. What else can you tell me about the bill? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Look, we've learned uh, over the last several decades, uh, really since Governor Bush was in office, to be very honest, that, that parents want the opportunity to send their children wherever they believe is best suited for their, their child's needs. And we've been passing a, a variety of school choice bills over the last several years. And this, this year is another layer to that. You know, we've implemented a scholarship program for reading and math called the New World Scholarship, or giving parents the ability uh, to choose either schools or programs that are focused on, on these two silos because their child may need it or that their child may, may enjoy it more than others uh, so that they have some flexibility on where uh, their child can be sent to school. So, you know, we're working on, one, the funding of the school choice model, which is a topic every single year, uh, and, and to the, the process of it. You know, what, what people forget is that our, our job in the, in the legislature, uh, we could pass zero bills up here and it would be perfectly fine. The one job we do have is to pass a balanced budget. And so the, the balance of, no pun intended, of, of balancing the budget with a policy is really where we're at. And I think we have a good product right now for school choice. Yeah, it sounds like it. I, I love the uh, the tutoring program uh, that, that you help and that you expand upon. And, um, you know, we've, we're moving in the right direction, it would appear, in Florida in terms of education. So, uh, And it looks like you think this one will go all the way through and get signed by the governor. I do. I do. I think this is one of the ones that everyone's on the same page. I think the Senate and the House are on the same page. I think the governor's on the same page. We all agree that school choice uh, is the way to go. Look, there's other bills that aren't moving in one chamber or the other, but we're only halfway there. We're only halfway there. Uh, The budget hasn't even gotten to conference yet. Uh, I probably expect that in the next several weeks, Uh, but we're out of the subcommittee process. So there's there's a formulary around the budget that has already taken place, but we haven't began to, to land the plane. One of the ones that may be considered controversial is social media use for minors. Explain what this bill is about. Yeah, we put the barrier of entry at 16 years old, but what we want is we want parent involvement. We want parents to have to consent for a minor at that age to, to use the applications. You know, we, we've had a lot of parents come to Tallahassee and say, you know, my son or my daughter was on a Snapchat or an Instagram or one of these social media apps, and the algorithms have have reported them to these videos that we didn't accept and we didn't we didn't acknowledge and we didn't want them seeing and now you know my daughter is either in a depression or even worse and this is a very sad story you know my my daughter tried to harm herself and when you hear those stories as a parent i'm a parent of three i mean you have to put yourself in their shoes but it's tough when they don't understand what's going on behind that that screen on the telephone on the cell phone so so we're trying to make sure that that we're allowing parents to have the ability if they want their child to have it that's fine but the consent of the parent has to be there, and uh, it's a little controversial, and we've, we've had some amendments uh, put into place, but it's another bill that I think, look, I can guarantee you it passes the House. I mean, we're, we're all in favor of, for the most part, the majority of us are in favor of it in the House. I'm, I am. Uh, it, it's also moving in the Senate, and then we'll, we'll see where the governor lands. You know, one of the things that concerns me, you talked about algorithms. We know, if we paid any attention, how the Internet and social media platforms really highly 
target people uh, for specific things that they've shown an interest in. I've also noticed what appears to be a real erosion when it comes to family values. And and what I mean by that is, um, you know, on these reels and on these other things, TikTok and all that, they're um, glamorizing things like polyamory, for instance, um, you know, having multiple a husband or a wife or whatever, and they glamorize it and they, they make these cute little videos and all that. Well, if you're an impressionable 14, 15 year old, um, at some point with enough of this, you're going to feel like that behavior is normal and acceptable. And as parents, we might not agree, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, it's not because of a lack of parenting. It's not because the parents aren't choosing to, maybe some instances like that, but the majority of it isn't because the parents aren't doing their job. It's, we're, not, we're not with our children 24-7. You know, they have to go to school. They're going to see their friends. But the cell phone is with them. It's a part of their life, and it's generational. Like, I'm a young guy. I'm 36 years old, but that didn't exist when I was growing up. So I didn't have that concern. I didn't have a Facebook or a, a, a time it was a MySpace. But, you know, those, those, those applications that they have just evolved to a place where even the applications have microphones in their cell phones where if you don't turn it off, uh, you could uh, honestly, and you, I may, maybe maybe I'm skeptical and, and a conspiracy theorist, but I'm convinced. You know, when the microphone is on on these applications, uh, the, the advertisements that are popping up aren't by mistake. I mean, I, I've seen it firsthand. They 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 know what's going on, uh, and we have to be careful with that. We got to protect our children. That's really what this is all about. This is about protecting our children. And you have to remember uh, all the times that if you good have a good relationship with your kids, you know they come to you for advice and all that. Well, measure those good times uh, versus how often they're on their phone and you show where parents input dwarfs in comparison to what the social media uh, input is so I, I'm with you on that one we certainly should be concerned now if you don't mind explain to me this bill the annual adjustment to homestead exemption value what what is that all about we've been trying to raise homestead exemptions to 50,000 for a while and if you remember we had a ballot initiative and it completely failed uh, it was actually the only one that failed that year, if I remember correctly, a couple of years back. And, you know, we're, we're trying to alleviate property taxes at some sort of level. And, you know, local governments will significantly fight back uh, because of that. And uh, they want the funds to stay in their pockets. But what we're trying to do is we're, we're just trying to keep taxpayer dollars uh, as limited as possible and in the pockets of the homeowners as opposed to giving it over to the government. So we're trying to find ways especially with our seniors. You know, we're, we're having trouble with our seniors being able to maintain their lifestyle with the inflation that's going on. So, you know, we're trying to allow the homestead exemption to be increased and uh, to keep the property taxes as low as possible. But it's a, it's a, it's a bill that, that is getting some pushback in, in, in the Senate, but we'll, we'll see if we get across the finish line. Yeah, and, and we've got uh, some local folks that are working on to alleviate the property tax issue as well. Ryan Chamberlain is, is one of them. Also, Marco Rubio, back when you know he was uh, in the Florida uh, House and Senate, he introduced something that would raise the sales tax in Florida by just a couple of pennies. But they did the math on it, and it would be enough to eliminate property taxes, at least for, you know, a single homestead uh, per family. What are your thoughts on those kinds of solutions? Yeah, look, it's been discussed. That's not a, a, a proposition in, in this session this year, uh, but it's definitely been discussed as an option uh, over the next several years. I don't know where we end up there. It's definitely worth having to debate. Whatever, Look, all solutions need to be debatable. Need to be debatable. Yeah, and I think that the one that I'm speaking of, Ryan Chamberlain, his push is just for the study 
of the possibility that a type of consumption tax would be effective and would be beneficial to most Floridians. He's just for the study, and I think what that is what he is trying to push through at the current time. That's correct. That's correct. Yes, sir. Yeah, so at least we can find out, hey, is this really going to work out in the long term before we, you know, go off and argue it further? Uh, we always uh, appreciate your time on the air, Daniel Perez. Uh, thank you, sir. Let's keep thank in you. touch. Thank you. All right. From the Florida House, Daniel Perez on the Bob Rose Show. He's kind of keeping us up to date with some of the issues that are going on there. They're in mid-session. So a bit of a recap for you. It is 844. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And remember, follow the sky. Just go to the sky973.com slash follow or the Odyssey app, and you get the Bob Rose podcast and never miss a minute of the show. And coming up, well, we've got a lot of things to talk about, including um, basketball players and guns. What? Maybe. Hmm. Sound like a new sport. Yeah. That and a whole lot more coming up and another special guest coming up in about 20 minutes. Stick around. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. The problem is Joe Biden is old, old. His history and experience are loathsome. Even when he had a mind, they were loathsome. Six weeknights on 97.3 The Sky. Preserving rural property values. That is one of the subjects that we're going to be talking about coming up in a few minutes. It's a big deal. Stick around for that. Yeah, it's very important, of course. All right, welcome, welcome, my friends. It's 849. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And some of your top stories, the Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments about the 14th Amendment and how it may or may not apply to President Trump. Being on the ballot in Colorado, mm. obviously, if they rule in favor of the Colorado Supreme Court, then you can count on probably at least a dozen other states that will quickly jump on that same idea and try to strike Biden uh, from the ballot. Okay, I don't uh, think that that side of the argument is going to prevail. I think the President Trump will prevail and i'm not just saying that because of the makeup of the court i'm saying that because i think the the 14th amendment they're really trying to stretch uh i think who this is applied to and to what degree and does it actually mean the office of uh, president anyway it, it you know there's some minutia there but i feel like the president and his attorneys are on very solid ground here but it might not be the first time I've been surprised. Yeah. Yeah? Now, Chief Justice John Roberts. Mm, he's a wild card. On Obamacare, man, uh, I just was yeah. like, you've got to be. Got to be kidding me. It was That was a slam dunk a Yeah. Yeah, and he actually changed the language from, hey, you know what? Yeah, there's some problems with this Obamacare. Let's change a couple of these words here and here. And then it's Let's okay. Let's fix that. Yeah. And yeah, we're good. I'm like, huh? Yeah, what? and he pulled it ah, off. I don't think that's like how it's supposed to work. Oh yeah, it's not really your job. Yeah, I didn't know you were gonna like edit. You know, edit. Right. Yeah, we can make. We can. You brought us a square peg. No worries. We we'll shave off the corners and uh-huh. make it fit that circle. Is that what his job really is? I I thought I it was just didn't like, think so. I thought it was more based on 
actual interpretation mm-hmm. of the founding fathers the document of the constitution which right, we are led by right, right right i thought it was interpretation hey does it apply to this does it not apply and how so you rule on those facts either constitutional or unconstitutional i think just to break yeah. it down into basics you don't make up new stuff no not generally no i mean even if your teacher's helping you and she's critiquing your paper she's going to scribble all over it you're still going to have to go and rewrite it yeah didn't seem like that was the case here but yes helped them out a little bit yeah oh big uproar tucker carlson how dare he sit down with vladimir putin tucker has not released this interview yet he does assure everybody it will be free and of course it's going to be very interesting and of course most people would want to find out putin in his own words hey man why'd you go into ukraine why are you still there what do you hope to accomplish you know why what are you doing what would it take for you to say, okay, uh, forget about it? None of these questions that, I, that I'm aware of have been asked or answered. Wouldn't it be kind of like, you know, let's talk about a pathway to peace maybe. Or let's just send billions of dollars to Ukraine that's not very well monitored and arms that aren't very well monitored. And send it to a nation that is well known for its level of corruption. And when I say level of corruption, I don't mean low. I mean high level of corruption. So you got that going on. Oh, I know the one I wanted to get to. What's that? Mayorkas. Oh boy. Uh yeah, yeah. You're gonna. This is. You're gonna. If you're like me, you already can't stand this guy. Smug is the word I think yeah. of every time I see him. Listen, are you ready for this? Now, this is nothing new when it comes to the fallout from illegal immigration. Part of the fallout, and it's many. We're not going to get into the fentanyl, human trafficking, all that. Let's just do this. Some of the people that are getting across the border are not good people. And they have killed American citizens. And American deaths at the hands of illegal aliens, according to Mayorkas, you ready for this? Yeah. Illegals, it shouldn't be here, but... Biden politically has opened the borders. He wants them to come. Uh-huh. Okay. Mayorkas says, you know what? American deaths at the hands of illegal aliens yeah. should not be politicized. Uh, should not be politicized. Don't make it a political wow. issue. Hey, can we uh, impeach this guy again? Can we get back on this really quick? And Coulter says we should go right back at it. Wow. Yeah, she says, look, impeach him again. The crisis at the border is the number one issue with voters, and it's killing the Democrats. To my surprise, she says, my party, the stupid party, she's referring to the Republicans, has done something smart. Uh, They've forced Democrats to vote on the impeachment of the man orchestrating the invasion, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Wow. The Democrats know that if they don't shift the blame for President Biden's immigration policies to the GOP, they could get slaughtered. And what do we see them fall. doing right now? That's exactly what they're trying to do. They are. Now, according to Ann Coulter, she says their plan, work with open borders, 
Amnesty supporting Republicans to concoct an immigration deal. Mm. That's way worse than what we have now. Yes. If Republicans are fool enough to vote for it, then they own the border crisis. If they reject it, the media will never stop telling us that it was a fantastic bill. It would have totally shut down illegal immigration, but Republicans rejected it for churlish reasons. I... Yeah, that's the agenda right now, and she's and she's exactly Absolutely. right. But I look, I'm glad that there were some Republicans like the House Speaker who came out and strongly opposed yeah. uh, that so-called border bill. Which it, once again, you know, the Democrats are famous for mislabeling something. You know, yeah, that like, was kind of a Ukrainian Gaza bill. Yeah, they, they would have a bill that would basically. Um, destroy our governmental system, destroy capitalism, usher in communism and socialism, and they'd call it the All-American Bill. Yeah. That's how they operate. It's about right. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. (sighs) Not this time. All right. Well, and we still have a lot more stories we want to try to get to. Guns, uh, uh, yep. Virginia Democrats, you know, banning those... Scary-looking rifles, why, that's not enough. Yeah. Even 9 millimeter handguns, one of the most common uh, types of gun sure. in the nation. There's ones where they could have threaded barrels. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and those just have to be done away with and banned. These people. Yeah, I guess they don't understand the hoops you got to jump through to get yeah. like a suppressor to screw onto the end They're of that idiots. barrel. Yep. All right. We're going to be talking about rural property values, why this is important to everyone in Florida. And I've got Dr. Larry Smith coming up along with Brittany Lee to explain exactly why this is important. So stick around. The 9 o'clock stretch is next on 97.3 The Sky. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostages released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Stay on top. All the headlines I need when I listen. At the top. It's important to know about the things that are going on around you. That could actually affect your daily life. News. At the top. Every hour. The news I care about. The news station. News talk. 97.3. The Sky. Finally, the 9 o'clock stretch. Oh, that feels good. Fourth and final hour of our get-together. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Special guest Dr. Larry Smith and Brittany Lee are here in their capacity and representation of Preserve Rural Property Values Incorporated. Thanks so much for joining us. And whoever would like to jump in first can. What is the mission of Preserve Rural Property Values, Inc.? Uh, I'll take that one, and then uh, we'll let Brittany talk some, too, because she's infinitely more knowledgeable than me. But Preserving Rural Properties, 
Inc. is a not-for-profit that was started many years ago, around 2002, by a group of uh, very concerned uh, Latchwood County residents and landowners, farmers, cattlemen, uh, just general landowners, developers. And it uh, came about uh, during the urban boundary era when they were the county commission and the city commission was interested in controlling the um, sprawl, as you might call it. And over those many years, they've been very instrumental uh, as an educational opportunity in educating the community, the county uh, residents, the rural residents on the impact of legislation, educating them about controlling the legislative issues and how uh, how we as citizens really have a voice beyond just deferring to the elected officials. All right. So let me ask uh, Brittany, because maybe she'll speak in layman's terms, Dr. Smith. Um <laughs> Government overreach telling us how to live our lives. In this case, what we can and can't do with our property. They would love to infringe on it and tell us exactly what we can and can't do. But you're part of an organization that is trying to fight that and protect the rights of property owners. Do I have that right? Absolutely. You know, the Florida and the United States in general, we have agrarian roots, of course, and we've moved away from that, which is absolutely unfortunate. The agriculture is always consistently in the top three economic producers for our state. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the pandemic, we were the number one producer. Typically, we fall in number two uh, after tourism, but there have been years, you know, during construction booms where we are behind uh, construction. Um, The fact is that Florida agriculture and natural resource industries manage two-thirds of the state's properties. And it's important, uh, I, I believe strongly, that as we... Uh, develop as a as a state as a as a nation you know we need to continue protecting the agriculture and the natural resources i want my children to be able to enjoy florida and florida's natural resources like i did as a child and if we don't have an organization like prpv we're not going to have the the opportunity our children won't have the opportunity to um to enjoy agriculture or natural resources like like we have. Do you have a relationship with the current Ag Commissioner, Wilton Simpson? He's a regular guest on the show. Yes. And are you familiar with the program he has, uh, Rural and, and Family Lands, how they would, you know, you could be a farmer, and the state will make you an offer not to own your property, but protect it in, in perpetuity to remain as a farm, or if it's just a recharge area or wildlife area, it would remain... Um, zoned in that way in perpetuity and the state pays you to agree to that and you still farm it you still own the land it just can't change what it's used for yes uh, and uh wilton simpson has been you know of course a friend of agriculture he himself is um a farmer uh and i think that that program has a great um there's a place for that program in in many farm operations though of course it does limit your um, you know, what you can do with the property in the future. So it's not right for every farm operation, right, but it right. is right for a lot of them. And, and they can't offer that to everybody <laughs> anyway. So, but the program seems to be doing well and in, in their mission. So I guess, again, once again, to make it simple, who or what are the bad guys in, in your scenario? What, what are we fighting against? What are we trying to do uh, overall? Is it, is it government entities? There's a lot of overregulation, uh, duplicative regulation, and that's not just on the state level. That's on the um, the federal level as well. 
So that's something that uh, PRPV is able to help with and has helped with in the past. Um, you know, there were times for, for our family farm operations where we had to do, we had to comply with three different federal, state, and county organizations on the same thing. You know, there's no reason for, for the average farmer to have to jump through three hoops when it's the same thing that you're, you're working on. So for, on a state level, we fixed that um, years ago. I want to say it was 2012, but PRPV was involved at the time. Uh, and that was basically whoever the, the highest authority is, that's the one that you go to. You know, there's no reason to go through the city, the county, the water management, and then the state ag. You know, just go to the, whoever the, the top dog is. And comply with that. And and for the most part, it's the most strictest regulations anyway. Um, but to have to go through that. Uh, You're just making more work, more paperwork, jumping through hoops uh, <clears throat> and not necessarily coming out with any sort of better um, uh, outcome. Absolutely. And cost, adding costs. Yeah, adding costs. But paperwork adds costs. Regulations add costs. We get that. And so being duplicated over and over, like you say, local, state, that makes sense. Now, I'm doing this from memory, but wasn't there a time when it was like the Department of Environmental Regulations or some, or the DEP were involved in coming to people, knocking on their doors and saying, hey, we know you have a 10-acre plot here. Um We'd like to remove like five acres from being, you know, buildable or usable. What we'll, we'll consider part of a watershed or something else. Do you remember when they were doing that? Does that ring a bell? It, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, it does ring a bell. And a lot of people aren't aware of the, the new uh, FEMA flood zones that have increased significantly in size and impacts their property values, which we are uh, working and exploring and looking to provide some information to the Alachua County residents, Gilchrist, Clay, and uh, all the other counties around here. Because these issues don't just affect Alachua County. They affect the region and the state. And a huge amount of acreage, millions of acres, have been impacted by just the FEMA flood zone regulation. Well, the FEMA, what they did is they, they sent me a notice and said, yeah, half your property's in a flood zone. Yeah. Well, I know that's not true. So what did I have to do? I had to go out and, and pay for somebody to come out and draw that up, and then I submitted it to them. What a dirty trick. Then they used it to update their maps on my back, on my coin. <laughs> when I never said my property's in a flood zone, you did. So that's just one example uh, of that whole thing. All right, obviously there's subject matter here that is uh, difficult to get across and express in a, a short form like we have here. So tell me about the event that's coming up where people can really find out a lot more about this program and what you represent, Preserve Rural Property Values, Inc. So PRPV, we have an informational event. It's at the Best Western, February 22nd. Um, and, you know, I, I want to stress that this is not a new organization. I think it was founded 20 years ago in 2004. 2002. 2002. There we go. See, you know better than me. So it's 22 years old. Uh, you know, we've been doing this uh, for a long time, but it's it's always been a little bit more of a behind the scenes. But if we're going to continue to help protect real property values, you know, we need to get out in front of the issues and be a little bit more public, I think, at this point. So the event is at the Best Western. It's from 6 to 9, February 22nd. Uh, and we really want to get out there and show what we've done in the past and, and what our initiatives are, you know, for the future. And and so who, what would the average citizen, who are you targeting here? People that have 5, 10, 50 acres, farms, just a homestead? Who is Who can really benefit from this the most? 
everybody, even the people who are, live in Gainesville and are suburbanized, benefit from our efforts because cities grow, Alachua grows, High Springs grows. Their growth impacts the adjacent landowners. And I want people to understand that we don't just represent large entities, agricultural entities. We also represent the single person living in a rural community who's having a access issue with utility right-of-ways, where their right-of-way may have been violated, their property's been violated. We've worked uh, recently with a couple of people helping them to resolve simple issues. But we also work on the larger issues from, as Brittany's well aware, uh, the farm labor bill at the federal level all the way down to the local county area. So we work for everyone. And this this really is also, aside from an informational kind of a coming out party for PRPV, it's also a fundraiser for us because, as Brittany alluded to, staying ahead of and on top of these issues and providing information to people takes time and effort. Our board is not paid. It's all voluntary. The money is put to good use. And uh, it provides us the opportunity to get information from learned sources so that we can be aware of what's going on to pass that information on. Brittany, what's the uh, website where people can get this information? Do you have one? Do you have a, what's the easiest way they can get to contact or get more information? I mean, you said the event is February 22nd, 6 to 9 at the Gateway Grand. So I guess that should pretty much cover it for the most part. But if you do have, like, we are just now in the process of setting up a website. We have not had one in the past, uh, but I don't know that it's ready to be. All right. As soon as you get that information, out. send it to me and I'll share it with our listeners. Because as Will Rogers said, buy property. They ain't making no more of it. They land. probably said buy land. But land, they don't. You get, you get the idea. Yeah. And so it's becoming more and more valuable and we got to protect some of it. Thank you so much, Brittany Lee. Uh, we appreciate your time. And Dr. Larry Smith. And... Uh, We wish you success in the event. Absolutely. Thank you. Everyone feel free to come. No, there's no charge. Uh, There's actually some items that we'll be auctioning that are uh, pertinent to the country people. Right on. 917 on the Bob Rose Show. We're about 30 minutes away from things that make you smile. Stay tuned. 97.3 The Sky. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky. Happy, happy Thursday, almost Friday. You gotta love that. 920 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Morning, Greg. Good morning. It is flying by today. It Man, is. we covered Man. a ton of stuff. Uh, top story, Supreme Court is going to hear oral arguments relating to the 14th Amendment. Trump on the ballot or off. This is only going to, well, it's related to Colorado. Their Supreme Court ruled, he's off the ballot. Yeah. He's an insurrectionist. Yeah, He's a kooky, crazy guy who single-handedly, you know, uh, lit Nancy Pelosi's desk on fire when he was in there. Destroy democracy. <laughs> We almost lost it, you know. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she said so. Yeah, exactly. So that's, you know, how their Supreme Court actually ruled, which is wow. I mean, it is it is frightening. Um you know, these lefties and their agenda. Well, so hopefully the Supreme Court will straighten that out. If for whatever reason they don't, 
then oh, Trump will be knocked off the ballot ass. probably in at least a dozen states. How can a state Supreme Court, these are judges, how could they come to a conclusion that someone who has not been prosecuted, convicted of the crime they are saying he did, if he's not been convicted of that, how do they get to decide that he was? And because of that, and then going back to a Civil War, you know, ruling, how, how do they come to that conclusion? Uh, it is the... Um it's what's known as uh, TDS. Oh, that rears its ugly head. Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, it is such a powerful disease that it can cause yes. normally intelligent people to not think clearly. Mm, apparently. We've seen it in action. It, it, it is in action, uh, not just in Colorado, but mm. in several courtrooms. Yeah. And yeah, yep, the witch hunt is on. The government being weaponized. And I, I heard it was Trump using the same kind of verbiage. He was saying Trump is trying to weaponize the government. Mm-hmm. Trump was. that. Yeah, Biden yeah. was saying it. I go, right. wow. They're just taking exactly what they're guilty of and just turning it right around. Yeah. What is it? I'm rubber and you're glue. Whatever you say to me bounces off of me and sticks to you. Uh, the problem is, hopefully... The American voter is oh, slightly smarter than a second grader. We hope. And that, that might be a big ask right there. Another point of controversy. Tucker Carlson, public enemy number one. He had the audacity to want to do an interview with Vladimir Putin. Major nuclear power engaging in a war that impacts us, for sure, as taxpayers, and our government is decision makers, but he's evil for just wanting to talk to him and interview him. Now, wait a minute. He's a journalist. Well, yes, and I don't know that he wants that label. Well, maybe not. Per se. He, he is a... a uh, well, he used to work with Fox. Uh, put whatever title on, but anybody who is a news or, uh, or a political personality, talk about a, a get... In the interviews, I mean, don't you want world? I mean, the, the other networks, they get world leaders all the time. Good well, or he, bad. He is, he is positioned by the rest of media, basically. He's a, a right-wing nutbag. He's a kooky, crazy Trump support. He is MAGA incarnate. Right? He is MAGA. Tucker is MAGA. Christine Amapour was trying to straighten Tucker out because Tucker said, look, I I got the invite because really nobody else was asking. I asked and, uh, and I got. Well, that's not entirely true. And he has taken a much softer stand toward Putin in regards to the Ukraine conflict. And when I say soft, I mean open-minded. Oh, how terrible that could be, right? So Christine Amapour wanted to say, oh, no, 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 that's not true that you were the only one that asked We've been begging him to do an interview. Oh, so you work for CNN. If you would have gotten that interview, promos would run night and day, wall to wall, talking about the the get of the century, the CNN exclusive. Mm. Nobody's traveled the globe and reported on on more things that impact the the world and the U.S. than Christine Amapour. She is so awesome. Yeah. And they would promote it as the big.
biggest uh, thing since electricity. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Tucker. Well, he beat oh, him too. Oh my gosh! And and, and <laughs> you know, Tucker did an interview with another world leader. Now, country is not as significant on the geopolitical war scale. Hungry. Yeah. But the guy that runs that country. He's a conservative and a populist. He's a logical guy. He's the only one that would engage and ask the farmers about their needs and demands in Europe. Because they are protesting what's going on. And this guy had the moxie to do that. And all the other leaders shunned them. And and CNN reported that, hey, you know, the GDP for ag, it's only like 1.4% of the economy. In other words, who cares if they're protesting, right? Oh, but Palestinians protesting, yeah, they support that, and that's important, right? But farmers who are protesting just because they want to be able to effectively do their jobs and, oh, I don't know, crazy thought, maybe get paid for it, and not be told about everything they can and can't do, whether it's using diesel fuel how much, how much pesticides they're allowed to use, uh, fertilizers, all that stuff. And it's all part of a green agenda. But it's hard to get the straight story on that. And there's so many other issues. Because, and, and especially like in the European Union, you want to have a conversation and you bring up that climate change is fake? Woo! You better be able to run fast. Yeah. Uh, because, man, the population, uh, it, 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 I'm generalizing, of course, but man, they're brainwashed. It's man-made, Bob. It's man-made. Well, and you think about a lot of the media outlets like the BBC. Yep. That's owned by the government. They don't have the same kind of uh, freedom that we have to e- to have a dialogue about some of these issues. And guess who's trying to follow that model and trying to shut Everybody up who might be just a little right of center. The Biden administration. That's right. All right. Um, Yeah. The influence that people have. Another uh, blame game. Yeah. Now it's Mr. Bean. I like Mr. Bean. Yeah. And he drives a mini. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know if I was going to go to pork and beans with that no, or where no, I was no, going no, with that. That's all right. It's, it's 928 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here 15 minutes away from things that make you smile on 97.3 The Sky. Trump. We're going to make this country so successful again. I'm not going to have time for retribution. Haley. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coordinated. Sleepy Joe. I'm proud you have my back. Let me just say I'm honored. Have your back. The Sky is the station for election 2024. The most unbelievable election cycles. The latest breaking news. It is time for us to unite. This is a critical moment. Clean up a broken border. Scare the hell out of the terrorists. Your 2024 election headquarters. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Following the trail. My campaign. The president. Every step. We really want to have two 80-year-olds running for president? All the way. Running as fast as they can. To election day. we got a long way to go. A long way to go. Hear about it first. First. Talk about it now. now. 97.3. The Sky. Hey, it's Bob Rose, and I'm rattling your chains. Come on. Uh-oh. Wake up. Pump it up. Let's go. Let's get fired up. 
for no particular reason other than yes. it's almost Friday. Yes. Reason enough. Yes. Uh, it is 936. Thank you for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy, who likes things that are British. I like European stuff. You like your little Super Cooper car? I do. It's fun. And I know you're a fan of Mr. Bean. Oh, I just, yeah, I think he's like uh, an old school talent brought back. I, I think it's classic. I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar, but I can't honestly say I'm a, a fan. Sure. But, you know, it's actually Rowan Atkinson is yes. the guy's real name, and he plays this character. He developed uh, Mr. Bean, and it's uh, comedy. It's British. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to think, what's the other hill? Oh, Benny, kind of like a Benny. Not the same, but yes, but quirky, yes. In the but sense that was great stuff, wasn't British, it? British humor. Well, I mean, go back to the movies, you know. British humor has always been just a little off-kilter. It's just a scratch. Yeah. With that Monty Python. Monty Python, yes. Uh, English comedy icon Rowan Atkinson in the news. And not really necessarily being applauded for his on-screen creation of Mr. Bean. In fact, nope. It's him as an actor and a voice... Somebody who might have an opinion Uh-oh. being blamed oh, no. for damaging the reputation of electric vehicles. <gasps> Heresy. And going so far as to contributing to slow sales simply <laughs> oh, no. by expressing his opinion on their future or lack of. The actor was name-checked in the British House of Lords on Tuesday during its Environment and Climate Change Committee meeting. Oh, bro. Think Tank Green Alliance. And no bias there. That's scary there. Yeah, it is. Outline the main obstacles that the government faces in its bid to push petrol and diesel cars to the curb before 2035. Wow. Pointing to a newspaper comment piece by the Johnny English Star published June of 2023 is damaging. The pressure group told peers in a letter, an opinion piece by Atkinson, damaged the cause of the EV take-ups, as they refer to it, and the missive read in part, one of the most damaging articles was a comment piece written by Rowan Atkinson in The Guardian, which has been roundly debunked. I didn't know you had to, like, bunk or debunk someone's opinion, but now we know. Even if it's given while sleeping on a bunk bed. Unfortunately... Fact checks never reach the same breadth of audience as the original false claim. This is them speaking, emphasizing the need to ensure high editorial standards Mm. around the net zero transition. In other words, they're simply saying, if you have your opinion, well, that's one thing. But if you actually express it in some way, perhaps even in the media, Uh in a way that is... You know, an op-ed piece. In other words, it is an editorial. It is an opinion. Op, Mm -hmm. as an opinion. Ed, as an editorial. Yeah. Well, what the Brits group and this think tank Green Alliance is, is, this is what they're telling you. If it doesn't agree with our green agenda, then shut your pie hole. In other words, they're not hiding destroying freedom of speech. They're not hiding it at all. I mean, they put this in writing. This came up in the British House of Lords. Wow. And they're saying that if you express your opinion and you're somebody who is of, you know, some name, Mm. some fame, like Mr. Bean, uh, if if you don't speak positively about electric cars, 
then they don't want to hear from you. You've damaged the brand. You've damaged the idea. You've damaged sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we see that here in America where there's the few handful of conservatives out of Hollywood that, you know, buck the system. And, man, they'll get blacklisted because they're not on board with all this green stuff and the woke stuff. Happens here, too. This is what he said. He's 69 years old now, and his piece was called, I Love Electric Vehicles, and was an early adopter, but increasingly I feel duped. He said the electric cars were a bit soulless, criticized the use of their lithium-ion batteries. Yeah. He suggested solutions like drivers keep the same car for longer periods of times. Uh, increased use of synthetic fuel would negate the need for EVs. So he actually gave some suggestions Hmm. and he did mention that the electric car production of an electric car are 70 percent higher in greenhouse gas emissions than in manufacturing a gas car and it has to do with the lithium ion batteries whoops so once again the idea that these things uh don't pollute yeah they just don't pollute you're not getting the whole story. It is the sin and the lie of omission and the lithium-ion batteries. That's just a part of it. He didn't get into the rare earth minerals, which are mined like in the Republic of Congo, where they use nearly slave labor, a dollar to a day. They definitely use child uh, labor. That's been established. And again, I am not necessarily against electric cars. I'm against the government mandating and forcing us to purchase them and only them that's wrong on many levels let's go to the davis gainesville chevrolet skylines and touch base with rosebud you're on the air hey good morning bob i maybe they will uh, if they want electric cars if dodo and his, his clan up there want electric cars, maybe they would let us mine our own lithium that's a lot of it's right here in this country nevada full of it southern california full of it can't mine it Nope, oh, no. But uh, I talk about farmers and what's going on with the farmers over there. That's uh, that's uh, Glenn Beck. He's been talking about it off and on. It's, it was on nine o'clock. He's, I don't know how they worked that, but his first hour comes on at nine o'clock at night. And uh, but he was talking about it all week about what's going on there. But we got problems right here with our farmers here. You know, uh, California, uh, the 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 most beautiful farming land. In the world, in my opinion, the San Joaquin Valley, back in the Depression, they, to save the farmer, that, that Washington realized that, uh, that San Joaquin Valley fed much of this nation in fresh vegetables in the wintertime. So they put concrete, uh, they, they put canals up and down the, the whole state. It's a long state from Northern California. They catch all the melting snow, put it in the canals instead of letting it go out of the Pacific for the farmers to use. Well, the cities got so overblown and, uh, you know, run out of water, so they started stealing all the water. And for the last 10 years, the farmers have had a fight for their lives just to get water, so they put in their own irrigation wells. Well, now in California, because they're $30 billion in debt, you know, Gavin Newsom's great... Uh, Great plan. So now they're going to put a water tax on the farmers, bringing up water from their own wells, a $500 per foot acre uh, for their farmers. So that means if you put 12 inches of rain, irrigation water, pull it up out of your well and irrigate, and they got these very technical sensors now, water sensors that 
that, that go probably go right up to a satellite. So Gavin Newsom will find out in a second if you use one milligram more water than you're allowed per week or something. Well, 12 inches of rain in a year, that's 500 bucks per acre. Uh, a thousand acre wow. farm, well, that's uh, what five hundred thousand dollar water tax. How are you gonna How are you gonna grow stuff and compete with Mexico that's dumping all the crap in here that's laden with salmonella? It's one thing after another to destroy our farming in this country, destroy everything in our country. And people, you could do one thing when you go in the grocery store and you buy vegetables, buy it from the USA, California, Texas. Uh, Arizona, Florida. We're, 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 we're ramping up right now. I've been in, in with this stuff for most of my life. Florida is ramping up. Buy from Florida. I know that they, 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 they hokey the little stickers on the, the thing. You need a microscope to see what country, a, a nation of origin, but it's supposed to be marked. Buy Florida. Buy, buy America. Put down the uh, outside the country crap so you don't get salmonella. Save yourselves, save our country, save our state, because it's under attack from the globalists up there in Washington, up there in that swamp. God bless America. Save our, pray for our farmers. Pray for Trump and Putin and Netanyahu, the three most hated people on the planet. God bless America. God bless Tucker Carlson for going. I want to hear this uh, interview with, with Putin. Thank you for letting me get it off my chest, Bob. You boys have a nice day. I pray for y'all every day. God bless America. See ya. Uh, we'll pray for you too, Rosebud. We thank you and God bless you. Yeah, I mean, how illustrative the, the issue. And once again, the agenda of the left. Yep. Tax, tax farmers for something they absolutely have to have. Well, of course, they can't afford it. No. What do they do? They It'll be reflected in the price of their, their goods. Except that who would buy those goods, when, as he pointed out, Rosebud pointed mm-hmm. out, there's cheaper alternatives coming from abroad. And when I say abroad, hey. I don't mean this hot chick from Mexico either. No. Sweetly. And then you have a lot of these family farms, been in the family for generations. They're selling off to the big corporations, and then it goes from there. Oh, and, and relating to the European farmers, wait till the green agenda really catches fire here. You haven't seen nothing yet. Uh, they're going to be using pesticides and fertilizers and all that will be heavily, heavily uh, restricted and monitored. Once again, driving up costs, driving up prices. Yep. That's why the farmers in Europe, I mean across Europe, are staging basically a uh, revolt. Mm-hmm. They should. Yeah. Well, because they see their very livelihoods uh, going away. And and people who are reporting on the story talk about how bad it is that they block traffic. Mm-hmm. Right? And that, ah, it's only 1.4% of the GDP. <laughs> it's food, people. It's not about the GDP. It's about eating. Yeah. 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 Really? When your stomach pangs reach a certain point, you just go, uh-huh. hey, hey, you don't really need to eat. It's only a small portion of the economy. 1.2%. Settle down there yeah. and just enjoy that stomach bile. Or wow. the UN would say, and why not add a tasty bug or two mm. to the equation? Yum. Oh, yeah. Yum. Nothing says freedom like eating ants and beetles. They're not even chocolate covered. No. I'm sure that's Forget very that. I'm sure the process of making chocolate is, you know, very 
terrible for the environment, oh, too. I'm sure. But I like chocolate. Anything good. Chocolate makes me smile. Ready for things that make you smile? Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. Brought to you by Robin Larson at Dental. Go right ahead. 877-975-9825. What's making you smile? Non-political, upbeat, positive thoughts only, please, on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Woo! Too much doom and gloom, man. Too much death and destruction. We need some upbeat, positive thoughts, and that's why we invented, if you will, things that make you smile. Upbeat, positive thoughts. That is brought to you by Robin Larson Dental, 877-975-9825. Uncle Mike, what's making you smile? Hey, it's opening day for Florida State Fair in Tampa, and I can't remember when it's going to be such a beautiful weekend to go and enjoy it. Ooh, oh, it's always been a good nice. time. Haven't been there in a while. Thanks for the, uh, for the tip there. Nostradamus, what's making you smile? Bob, I'll tell you what's making me smile. My garden's doing great. I'm still getting some beautiful romaine. My blueberries are starting to come in. They're not ripe yet, but there's a lot of berries on there. Now, I used to call your show a few years, a couple years ago, and, and keep you updated on the price of crickets. And I thought I'd just get a little levity in there. I checked Amazon. You can get honey, 17.5 ounces of honey mustard roasted crickets for $17.45, and you can get a pound of roasted crickets for $40. Wow, that sounds yummy. Not Kaz, what's making you smile? Hi, sir. Yes. First of all, of course, your show, because you're always spot on. Just love listening to it. And my five cats, I, I like I told you before, um, adopted. They're great. And I'll tell you, sir, I was listening to your program. I love, I will go out of my way. I always do. Florida produce. I want to support our farmers. We have the best produce. It is fresh. It's wonderful. Like I said, I will go out of my way to make sure I buy Florida produce. Right on. Fresh from Florida. Sue, what's making you smile? Hey, Karma Sue here, SFO volunteer dittos. Um, Rowan Atkinson makes me smile. I'm not the big Mr. Bean or Johnny English fan because his best role was Blackadder. And if you haven't seen it, you need to get me onto YouTube and do all four seasons. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Thank you for the tip. Lars from Mars, what's making you smile? Bob, you're brilliant. You know, every product that we eat has to have a really cool name, like Krispy Kreme Donuts, Krispy, or Rice Krispies, or Krispy Chitlin Parts. But you know what? Crispy Bug would be the perfect company to come out with Crispy Bugs, and it would make it more palatable if it just had the right name. So I think you came up with a brilliant name. Thank you very much. Well, I'm going to give. I'm going to make it Crispy Cricket. Oh, Crispy Crickets available near you. Crispy Critters covers everything. It's another good one. That way you can have you know grasshoppers too. It makes me think of those burnouts I went to school with. I called them crispy critters. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. Ah, time for the smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Next. Here's what's trending. 
on the sky. Absolutely clear to Iran. We intend to take additional strikes. And we're not looking for a war with Iran. We're going to have to reestablish deterrence or we're going to see more strikes against Americans. The news that's trending. The open border policies that Joe Biden has allowed. Every state now is a border state. The news that's now. To aid Ukraine. This Democrat package, more aid for Ukraine, less for the American border. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Time now for the smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Former NBA star John Sally, who played for Chicago and Detroit, uh, was on with uh, DJ Vlad doing an interview, and he talked about how he regularly carried a gun during his time with the Detroit Pistons. He said, I always had a gun. Even though I was with my brothers and we had security, I always carried my gun. People feel safer with guns. I felt safer, he said, carrying a gun. Uh, Safer at times when I had it than when I didn't. Now he lives in L.A. and he can't carry a gun because he's not able to get a carry license. He feels safer with his gun. And that is a six foot eleven black man. And that is your smoking gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg, I'm Bob. Have a great day. See ya. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.